how, why would I run to the wrong end zone though? Because you're a big dumb idiot, I, and it's I a would you rather? Damage? Like what, what, what's going on? You know, that's honestly the sign of a good commercial, which is you can argue it's the sign of a bad commercial when you can't remember what the heck it's a commercial that's for. Great. I find it interesting that LeBron James has a house in L.A. In L.A., yeah, that's right. So real. he doesn't live in Cleveland. He doesn't live in Akron. Absolutely Miami. not. He's, Absolutely he's in L.A. Not. every other time that he's not playing for the Cavs. It's very interesting. Think about the technicality of that guy in court. He could sue the Mets because technically Mr. Met only has four fingers. equivalent of floor seats in baseball would be if they start selling tickets to where fans get to sit in the dugout. You have to rock the Kyle Guy man bun for a year. Welcome back, everybody, to Perpetual Sports Talk. My name is Sean. And I'm Scott. Tonight's conversations will be inspired by Backseat Burner IPA. It says Sixer on the, on the box, too, so I like that. Whole Foods. It says Sixer? Whole Foods. You mean it's a six-pack? It like, says Sixer on the box, which I thought was kind of cool. That's oh. what caught me. I was like, that's that's like something we would say. You know what I mean? Well, last time you got a four-pack, yeah, which didn't hurt me, but, you know, it's a four-pack. I'm going cheap or something. It was the same price. Well, I see. Well, but you get fewer. You get fewer beers. So about a four pack. It's like midnight tonight. It's good. It is a late one. It is good. I like the. I like the dog, in, in the van. Outer Creek Brewing Company. Yeah, it's a good pick. It's pretty good. Whole Foods. Huh? You're a Whole Foods guy. Yeah, we went happy hour. Two dollar beers at Whole Foods. At Whole Foods. $2 that doesn't domestic. freak you out watching, like, because they. It's a bar at Whole Foods. It's television screens at Whole yeah. Foods. Watching like, you know, sports, drinking a beer, and then like a guy pushing his cart like behind weird. you. It is weird. I can't get into I, that. I like. I, I would never shop at Whole Foods besides getting a six pack and drinking a beer. Mm-hmm. But you can get a beer and then go shop around. Like at, drink the beer while you're while you're shopping. Really? Yeah, you can have the. You know that little cup holder that they have yeah. in the. Yeah, yeah that's what carts? it's used for. You finally used for something used for beer. What's the bar called? Is it called Whole know. Foods? Whole Foods Bar. I have We're no getting idea. some interference with your phone, I think, a little bit. You're getting a little oh, receiving a text, text message. message. There it is. We picked it up. There it is. It's our producer. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of producer, a lot of fine things to talk about this very, very late night, late episode of a podcast. Yeah, I'm surprised you're doing it. I'm surprised. I, gotta, I was going to bang it, and you're like, power through. And I was like, all right, doing it for your, this is, your thing. The, you got This is why we do it, though. It's not like it's not like a pain. I just wanted to get ready for tomorrow before we started recording, honestly. I understand. So two sports. We have some skins stuff that we want to delve into, the almighty 503-3 Washington Redskins. Uh, talk a little Monday Night Football penalties, Kirk Cousins. We'll get into the World Series, everything yep. going on there. Uh, the Nat situation with manager, possible manager, not possible manager, like where we're going plan. Um, yes, it is, I don't know if you knew this, Scott, but it is the greatest weekend of sports according to Fox the channel, like TV channel. They're calling it the greatest weekend in sports. 
Which you I your, you got your Scotty doesn't know soundbite pulled up. I don't actually. I'm surprised I saw it over there. I was I was getting worried. No, I have it. Fast one on me. But what's wrong with this is I can't tell what soundbite is. is what. Just pick a random one, hopefully. And I hope we get into a little NBA talk as well. So we got a couple things on the docket. So let's hop right into the Washington Redskins and specifically Kirk Cousins. Okay. Captain. Yeah, the captain, sort of by default. Everybody else is hurt. Nobody nobody is well enough to be captain. Everybody's on the everybody's banged up. A lot of a lot of lot of stock, a lot of blame put on Captain Kirk. Even after Monday's game against Philly? Everybody's just talking like still. Like I, I hate how it's still a question about how Captain Kirk hasn't. I, I didn't get the sense that people were blaming the loss to the Eagles. Yeah, there was an Kirk. article in the Washington Post about how we still need to find a quarterback. And mm. It's it's tough. Do you remember who wrote the article? Was it no the idea. Brewer guy? Jerry Brewer? Yeah. It was yeah, him? I'm pretty sure. Really? Started with a B. Was his last name started with a B? Yeah. Had it been Jerry Brewer. Gotta be. It's like the guy. Anyway. It's still it's still a question, and I did hear a good point. We're going to be facing basically now Dak and Carson Wentz for the next possibly ten years in the NFC East. Yeah, it's a good point. That's tough. Now I'm one hundred percent on the right side of keeping Captain Kirk, keep keeping him, sign him, whatever he wants, pay the man, and let it ride. It'll be long term deal, or it will be. I think the next. They can franchise, can, they can franchise him one more year for $36 million. $36 million. That will be over over what? What's my math here? Over $70 million in in three years. Give him whatever he wants. Give him whatever we whatever he wants. He's doing amazing things with no team, basically. His wide receivers stink. Jameson Crowder, Terrell Pryor haven't done anything. Jordan Reed's not the same self as he, he was banged up. two or three years ago. Doxon is has, has the yips horrible. of football. I think he's the yips of football. That's a good way to put it. Decent run. What do you think about Chris Thompson? You remember when yeah. you saw Chris Thompson yeah, up with like the little Mexican slug. joint? I kind of like bagged on him. Yeah, we like, did. We had like four rushing yards the past two years, and I kind of like dissed him, and I was like, ah, he's like third string. I wouldn't get excited. Right. We're, we're I only jo- get excited for second and first stringers. Right, right. Yeah, why are you? Now, yeah, you're, uh, you're here at the Mexican joint that nobody knows because you're the I third running I wonder if he still goes. RB3. Yeah, yeah he, he's, been, he's been the MVP so far. He saved our season, really. Uh, other than that, Kirk Cousins has still been doing his thing. It's it's a, that's actually incredible what he's doing with that with absolutely no team. Now our they, offensive line's banged up. Every every single we're one. going to see it. What, Sher- what? Sheriff's down. Trent Williams has a has hit the tendon that holds his kneecap in place has like a tear in it, and it, it he said that recovery time after surgery is five months. Yeah. So he said that he's just going to try to delay it as long as possible. Try and it off. That that can't be fun to play with. No, can't be good for anybody. He's Pretty amazing, best dude. Offensive line. We went from having man. the best offensive line. It's well, so and, random. And, and that and not to play the devil's advocate or to play the devil's advocate, but I sure. agree with you. I think that has something to do with Kirk's success. Has been that O line. But the running backs have stunk. The wide receivers have stunk. Yeah. So you're saying if you have two of those well, things quarterback on an offensive line you're gonna be okay well the, i mean the o-line gives kirk a decent shot to put the ball down the field which he does they they don't they don't run block don't, very well don't throw the ball down the field though well they don't because they got Trell Pryor who can catch who can't catch they got Doxon who has can't yips catch. 
and Crowder, who I feel like Crowder hasn't been getting all that many targets. No, 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 no. I don't know who's been catching the ball besides like Ryan Grant, who's been a savior. Anyway, I, I just there's still debate about there, and there there should be absolutely none. He should get the most money, whatever he wants, pay him hundred million dollars. I I don't care. It's Give good. It, to him. it is the it is the new fad of whatever quarterback is out there will just be the new like each off season. There's going to be a record breaking contract with whoever whatever quarterback's contract is get, up. Get this. That's where it's going. You don't have to win a Super right. Bowl. It's just uh, and Kirk is Kirk's not the best quarterback in the league. I think he's top ten. Might be top eight. Oh yeah, he's he's third pass um, rating, especially with especially with some of the older guys. You got. You know, you know t- Tom Brady. You know they've lost two games, so he's started starting his decline. Uh, Aaron Rodgers a little bit. You got Joe Flacco is just no. just just bad no. now, yeah, and he's banged no. up and concussion. So he's working his way maybe into the top five, arguably. Uh, but for whatever reason, I don't know. Ah. Get this then. I, w- I want to hear your thoughts before we kind of transition or sure. we, we start talking. Sure. Jay Gruden is the longest tenured Redskins coach. Since Joe Gibbs' first time around. In the, yeah. That's what, early 90s? Mm-hmm. Late 80s, early 90s when they won a Super Bowl in what, in 89? Uh, nah, uh, their last one? Because they're, when they made it, they lost in 92. I think they won in 89. 89. That's, that's, they made it and lost maybe in 91, 92. Uh, I believe it. And you know what? As a Skins fan, something that I, I think we've talked about this, I want to see some continuity. That's yeah. why when Gruden signed that three year deal, that was like cool. It's like, oh, are we really going to have the same coach again for another couple of years? I mean, how awesome is that? Have a little bit of continuity. And I don't care if we got to muscle through like a tough couple of years, if we can get to that continuity sometime. Are oh, you want to muscle through another couple of, tough couple of years? I right feel like we already have muscled through the tough couple of years. That's what right. I'm saying. Exactly. And, and then, now is our time to reap the benefits. And so then you go, the, the counter argument would be like fire Gruden, find another QB. Start and then we're suffer, suffering well, for another three or four years before yeah, we, we keep, ever get back we to We keep relevance. starting over. We didn't even, it didn't even work out. Like original plan didn't even work out. RG3 was supposed to be the quarterback of the future. Mm-hmm. We drafted Kirk Cousins in the fourth round just as a safety plan, yep. and he turned out to be great. Right now, we're pretty good. And you know what? I'm happy with that. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with 500. Against the Philadelphia Eagles, who are legit, against the Oakland Raiders, against the Kansas City Chiefs. You know, haven't played a I bunch think of schlub teams. Making the playoffs is good enough in the NFL. And and almost actually I said this last week. In almost any sport besides maybe Basketball. the NBA where every team makes the playoffs, in almost every sport making the playoffs is good enough to keep your job for the next year. Whether it's 8 and 8, 9 and 7, 10 and 6, I'm taking that every single time. We're, we don't have an elite quarterback and there's not many out there. There's Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Maybe Andrew Luck, but he's been so hurt. And that's really it. Not even guys like Eli Manning, who's won, what, two, three Super Bowls? Two. Two Super Bowls. They don't even, like, get that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, he's not even elite anymore. But he's still starting every game because the Giants understand continuity, like you were saying. Tom Coughlin was there forever. Now, if you start missing the playoffs two, three seasons in a row, then you get him out of there and you you start over new. Mm -hmm. But right now... Kirk Cousins is a lock to go 500, basically, every single year. 
Yeah, I'm but okay with that. But I don't think 500 gets you to the NFL playoffs every year. I, I mean, the NFC East has been such garbage to where it's I'm sort saying, of worked out for the Skins yeah. the past two years. But play, they're going to have to grind the next, you know, what nine games, not nine, ten games to make it to the playoffs this year. Three and three. Uh, their next, I th- I think I heard their next four opponents. Th- their record is like twelve and eight or something yeah. like that. Um, they play the Giants, who well, their whole season is a dumpster fire. They got them two more times, so that's good. But they got to play the Cowboys twice. You never know what the Cowboys got. The Seahawks next week. Um, after Cowboys this coming weekend, obviously, yeah, so that's, they have that's a, a tough, tough, they have tough a tough schedule. schedule, and five hundred is not going to cut it this year. Yeah, but it's or- not. Especially with the Eagles being so good, so really right now you're battling for a wild card spot. So you're going to be battling with the Seahawks. You're going to be battling with uh, the Packers, right? Um, I think the Seahawks are going to be good in the West, but they that- never lose at home. They never lose at home, right? What I was saying about the whole eight and eight thing, and I think in the NFL this is a pretty pretty good theory to go off of. Eight, seven, you have your one. You got to tie a game. Eight, you seven, have your one like last year. <laughs> no, go. I hate ties. We got to tie the, the Seahawks because then it ne- the math the math never makes any sense. I never understand. I tied how teams my are making I tied my fantasy guy oh, game. Oh that. I know you want to hear about that. No, 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 no. What I'm saying though about the 500 though, so Redskins are a 500 team. They're an eight and eight team. They probably should go 500. And I think this theory kind of stands true with a lot of teams across the NFL. The margin of error in either way is three games. So the Redskins can either go 11 and 5 mm-hmm. or they go the other way and they go 8 and, or 5 and 8. Mm-hmm. 5 and 5 and 11. I'm mm-hmm. sorry, 5 and 11. Now they're going to fall somewhere on that spectrum and that's a pretty wide spectrum. But there are a lot of bad teams in the NFL this year. Right. And so the margin of error for the Giants, uh, I don't know, starting the year was horrible. You know, six, seven wins. Now they're going to get 49ers horrible. Browns right. horrible. So Saints are even bad. Drew Brees you win or lose games on a drop pass against the Kansas City Chiefs. Josh Doxson can't hold on to the ball. Yep. That's a game like right there. We yep. win. Nobody's questioning anything. Yeah, well, but. Sports in general. I get it, but. You you it's know crazy. how I, like I understand what you're saying about the whole idea of margin of error, but I hate putting all of the game on one play. Mar- margin of and error I understand is what you're only saying. a thing in football though, because it doesn't happen in baseball. It even oh, the game the of inches. Are you kidding? It happens all the time in baseball. Well, I'm saying it could happen for one game, but eventually over the course of the season, just because there's just such few games. Out. Is in football, in football, that's what you're saying? Right. Is because there's such few games. That so the one margin, drop is going to come back to haunt you. Because there's such few it's games. It's going to yeah. come back. That, you know, and another thing, and wh- what is with the, like, oh, I don't think this is a must-win game. This is a must. Isn't every game in the NFL a must-win game because there are only 16 games? Unless you're like the Eagles or the Chiefs, uh, not the Chiefs, unless you're like the Eagles and you're 6-1. and one, Every win, every game is a must-win game. Well, even for them, it's a must-win game. I mean, they could easily lose five of the next six and be back to five hundred. Sure. They, I mean, they started hot last year when Wentz was a rookie. They started hot yeah. and then they finished just sort of poor. So you never. They know. got a good one of Wentz though. They they really do, and that's coming from a skin skin's fan. Yeah, and w- well, I feel like guys like us like Wentz just because of the FCS and just sort of that whole story. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I coming, a, a, coming from a smaller college 
And you know, uh, what was he number two? Was he behind Goff or he was, was he in front Goff. of Goff? It was Goff, then Wentz. Behind Goff, yeah. Okay, so the just on on that topic of Wentz, the Eagles and Redskins game. Um, Redskins come out strong drive score. Uh, Eagles first possession. There wasn't even a, an official play until the Eagles. Um, four penalties four like right in a row boom boom boom. it's right. like first and 30 or second and 30 whatever it was backed up in their own end zone and it was such just a penalty filled half and game i was thinking even when all those when the first four penalties were against the eagles i was thinking again you just said we're skins fan i was thinking i don't like this right now no I mean, it gave me a lousy feeling even as a Skins fan because I've seen it too many times the Skins give a big yardage. But I was just thinking, you know what? Refs swallow the whistle. Like, just... And it, and it got me thinking all of the penalties that don't get called, which I've never played organized football, no. but there, have to, there has to be holding on every single down. I mean, there has to be somewhere where the rep isn't looking. And now I feel like... You know, refs and everybody are so afraid of missing calls and the whole idea of getting it right is I don't want to see everything. If something, if there's a penalty and it's doesn't not called. Doesn't affect the play? What are you saying? If there's a penalty and doesn't affect the play. That's different. When it's on the, I'm talking like when it's on the other side of the field or, you know, you know a little bit of holding right there. here. But golly, like the, it was literally four flags. Ed Hockley's biceps were getting worn out. Which have you seen Ed Hockley? I was yeah. texting him. His triceps were looking a little saggy. Yeah, not looking good anymore. Did you see the whole picture of Deuce Deuce Gruden? Yeah, and Ed Hockley. What, what's his relation to? Is he a nephew? His son. He can't be a son. Jay's That's, only what in his forties. He can't I be a was son. A son. I was a, that was my impression. He's a Gruden, right? But. I didn't think he was Jay's son. John's John's son. You think John's son? John's son. But John's not even that old either. Can look it up. That's a Google John, search. Yeah, yeah you whatever. Know, I, it's, do, I got too much stuff phone. going right now. But I was just thinking I would probably rather have uh, penalties not called like that. Again, when it affects the play, you know, that's a little different. But, you know, it's what we've talked about with instant replay. If it's wrong, it's wrong. Suck it up and yeah. just, and just. I don't want you play to be interrupted. You know, I'm sitting there, I'm excited, and oh, I got to stop here. I got to look at this, and it just ruins it's the flow, flow of the game. It's a flow. Yeah, it's in every sport: football, basketball, baseball. There's a flow to a game. You don't want to interrupt it. I, was I understand that. I was curious your thoughts on it. Did you do you care more about getting penalties right and making the game just, or? Yeah, or, or do you care more about the flow? Like, what do you put more stock in? Is getting calls right or having a flow of the game, making it enjoy? Because penalties don't make the game enjoyable to me. I think it's what I said before: is if the penalty affects the play directly, then you call it. Like it has. Right. To, I, I know that's, that's so that's much hindsight. That's bias. so much. I know, but like, it's subjection just, right there. I, I and understand call. every single punt there in the past. This season, there's always a block in the back. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Oh, it has to be every play. Personal fouls. There has to be something. Think we we talked about this once. Think about all the stuff that goes on at the bottom of like a pile. Oh, there's just eye jam. Think of, oh yeah, in the ear hole. I mean, there has to be, and we're we're you know that's not getting called out. Obviously, Ooh. the game. Dumb dumb rule. Dumb rule in football. Adding a dumb well, whatever. Putting it out there. Raising the penalty for for. For penalties, basically. 
Raising a penalty for what a flag. So like a holding's twenty yards instead of ten. Really? Yeah. Think about that one. Did you get that? Could work. Is that, it could work. That's it could from, work. It's from Young Frankenstein. Classic. Gene Wilder. Yeah, it was a little quiet. I messed up. Sorry. No, it's good. Messed it up. It's good. What do you, What do you think about raising the penalty for like blocking the back? It's like thirty yards. You just double everything. Everybody'd be so safe. And uh, then everybody's so afraid to commit penalties and. Ah, ah, ah. So, so then every every offensive line is now run like you know the the service academies where nobody ever commits penalties. And now with, the quarterbacks are just getting drilled on yeah, every play because nobody wants to hold. Every everybody, it's it's. I feel like we'd see more like run plays with yeah. that. Yeah. Especially the NFL has gone away from the run now. I feel like if you double. Again, if holding, because holding's 10 right now, holding is tw- a 20 yard holding penalty. See a first down. I don't know. Like, I don't know, but like that, I just want to see fewer penalties. That's all. As common as blocks in the back are on punts, to pass interference. If you throw a, a deep ball, mm-hmm. a vertical route, there's pass interference every, on, every single time. But, but, like, what does the rule book define pass interference as? What does the rule book define I, as a catch? I could have sworn uh, face guarding was pass interference, but now it's not. But sometimes it is. Yeah. Yeah, you got to turn around, but not now. Yeah, I catch. That's, see, that's the thing. Yeah, we don't need to add asking, more rules you're asking in. For we a need rule. to subtract rules. We you're, need to subtract them. That's, but you're asking for a ruling on that, and that's the problem. Is it's, like, it's so subjective. Pass interference is so subjective, and I kind of like that because it's but a human element. It's, you know it when you see it. You it's, can't. You it's, can't describe it, but you know when you see it. It's what you said. Does it affect the play? Does it affect the wide receiver catching the ball? Yeah. Which, again, how can you say good defense isn't a f- – I mean, good defense is good defense. There's going to be physical yeah. contact. You can have physical contact and it not be uh, pass interference, but it affects it affects the play to be made. Like holding the arms down, that's one thing. Again, I just – there needs to be fewer rules in football. There's always that one that one guy in the bar or watching the game with you going, uncatchable. That was uncatchable. Right. Uncatchable like guy. He knows the rules. Yeah. There's Clapper in the bar guy. There's uncatchable guy. And that's the thing with pass interference, too. Whenever it's an incomplete pass. Pass interference. It's pass interference for the, for the fan rooting for yeah. that team. It's always pass interference. Always. With that, I think that's enough with the Redskins. You want to cool. switch sports? Let's do it. World Series talk, something that occurred to me when I turned on game one and they were talking all about uh, the game time temperature in Los Angeles, 103 degrees. They said it was the hottest uh, World Series game ever in, in history. L.A. And, and that made sense. And then I realized, oh, shoot, the other games are going to be in Houston. It's going to be warm there. This is not appropriate. October World Series weather. I need to see all the Dominican infielders wrapped up in their hoods with gloves yeah, on. It's not I October. need to see everybody like cold. For, I need to see the breaths of pitchers. Yeah, that's the that's, best shot. That's the best that's shot. World Joe Buck, Series. Joe Buck, and then it zooms into the pitcher, and he's you know he's all cold. That's World Series baseball. He's yes, blowing into blow- his palms. Did you learn to warm your hand yeah. from watching the World Series? Cause that's how I learned to warm my hands. Oh yeah, I still do it like that, like like a pitcher, armpit, crotch, or blow into the hand. Right. See, I don't do both. When I blow into my hand, it's one hand, and it's like that. No, both. It doesn't work. It doesn't work with both. You leave one out. 
Huh. Anyway, I thought, ah, L.A. and Houston. We're not gonna. That's a good one. We're not gonna. We're not gonna see that. Um, other than that, been entertaining. I love a one-to-one series. That's what we got right now. Day off today. Gonna go to Houston for tomorrow. Um, we just great pitching. It's been Kershaw game one. Game two is Verlander got the no decision, unfortunately. Yeah. But it's it's sort huge of huge for Houston. Huge for Houston. What do you mean? They have all the advantage right now. Why do you say that? I was worried that they were going to lose both, and they had Keuchel and Verlander pitch game one and two. They had to win one of those. Yeah. See, now they have McCullers, but then they got Darvish on the other side. Mm-hmm. And so that's going to be a tough one. So, like, he's good, but, you know, they, they have counter. And so when you had Keuchel and Verlander, who had just been absolutely dominant. Granted, Dodgers have Kershaw. Mm-hmm. Um. They needed to win one of those games. And, and Rich Hill, who's no schlub either, by the way. St- yeah, for real. Steal one out of L.A. Um, I think is huge. Uh, I had a, we had I was talking to one of my buddies about it. We had an interesting conversation. We've kind of had this conversation over the past few weeks is taking starting pitchers out so early. Something that I heard about the Dodgers is that they – had the fewest amount of starters to face hitters three times throughout the whole year. That's just been how Dave Roberts did it. Was for so whatever he's, he's done that the entire year. That well, total like it, totaling up everything. Uh, the Dodgers again, the the team in the MLB who's the fewest amount of. I don't even know how to word this. It's so weird, but. They've had a short leash for whatever reason, and that's why Rich Hill went out last night when the game was one to one. And it's not like the Tigers were pounding our Tigers. I was thinking Tigers because of Verlander. It's not like the Astros are pounding them. It was. It was just you're not going to face. You're not going to face Jose Altuve a third time because Rich Hill struck at Altuve twice on six right. pitches. Right, and it's like, eh, that's not going to happen a third time. Sit down and then was he in any kind of trouble when he got taken out? No, no, he had. They just pinched it for him, and it was. He had uh, 60, 70 pitches. Yeah, that's just their thing. They don't want their starters facing a hitter three times unless your name is Clayton Kershaw. I I like it. I like it. Really, you don't like extending goes, guys. Because then it well extending guys Locked, in, a, in a different way. That's playoff baseball, man. That's I knew you were going to say that. Starters as But pitchers. now you can pitch Rich Hill game three or four if you really need to. That's, yes. I, I like that. And yes. Pitch the bullpen. Throw everybody, and if nothing works, you can't be blamed on it, really. Uh-huh. But going to the bullpen so early, look at what happened with Wade Davis. Look what happened last night with Kenley Jansen. You weren't Starter- expecting Kenley. Well, to give out a bomb and well, these closers are not used to pitching, you know, more than fifteen I pitches. Dis- I disagree. They're with just you. They're not. Pitchers. They're I know pitchers. they're pitchers, but pitchers are weird. Their entire life and and closers are being even starters. Weird. They can throw more than fifteen pitches. They but, can, yeah. and it's the playoffs. But, it's a World Series. This is it. But one more series, you're but done. But they the haven't been doing it all year. Kenley Jansen ha- didn't have to throw nine outs this whole entire year. No way. Six that outs. was a whole wi- th- nine outs. They put him in there. What the seventh inning? I thought last it was a two inning save. I Three inning save. That was. 
that was in the in the CS in the last night. I'm pretty sure he was in there in the seventh inning. Put him in early. Went to him early. Okay, maybe not. Maybe I'm exaggerating to try to prove my point. But regardless, regardless, six six outs is still you know that's a whole almost maybe a, a week's worth of work for Kenley Jansen. At least a series worth. Yeah, but worth his work. arm is—he's not sitting in the hotel right now and going, "My arm hurts." No, it's he's, a mental. It's a mental. It. It's let's a mental thing it. now. Being a—you know—I I don't care what anybody says. Being a closer isn't an easy thing. Pitching for one inning in an intense situation—that's not—that's not easy. That's what they're—that's what they're used to. Going a hundred percent for fifteen pitches, and now it's like, oh my gosh, I got to do this two more times. That's weird. And then he gives up, gives up a bomb in the. Whatever, whatever inning that was. Was he in that there in the eleventh? That was in the ninth. That was in the ninth. Yeah. Who gave up the eleventh no inning? No idea. No idea. Whoever it was. So that's my own. I don't. Know, I have a lot of beef with not sticking with your starter, but I don't like going to bullpen. They're not used to it. They're they're, they're just not. I mean, I get that you got to win. You got to win with your best guys. They're not used to it. Interesting. You had something on the home runs. The ball is juiced, according to what was it Keuchel. Did you see that one? Did not see that. He, he's, he's thinking the ball is juiced this entire mm. season. Really? 400 more home runs in the regular season. This has been a huge storyline. Right. And now bombs are just being hit. Bomb after bomb in the postseason. Yeah, and record record setting home run in a World Series. I was a skeptic. Home I was a skeptic. And this innings. has kind of been changing my mind. Where it's like Eight home runs. Just uh, like five home runs past the eighth or ninth. Right. Innings. Five home something runs ridiculous. in extra innings or something like that. Holy crap. Yep. I'm, I was a whole, I was a skeptic the entire year. be going, eh, it's just an anomaly. Like just the way it ebbs and flows. Like there's still great starting pitching. There's still great pitching in general. Hitters are just, that's what the whole, in. that's what the whole season has been though. And usually, and usually in the World Series, in the postseason, it's the greatest pitching. It's so you're ex- not going to see home runs. Right, but it's been exactly how it is in the regular sure. season where people are just hitting bombs. That's, that's how guys approach things now. I mean, look at guys' swings. Have you ever seen so many, like, swinging, going down to your back knee ever in your whole life? I was thinking about that you last think it's night. More? Everybody swings and then drops down to their back knee because everyone's just trying to harder. Everybody's trying to swing up and get lift. People are hitting for average. People are hitting the ball harder. People, I don't think people are hitting. More teams are average. shifting more. Like people are pulling the ball more. It's it's crazy. I don't. Th- I don't think guys are hitting more. For you don't average. think so? I don't. I, I don't know. I don't have the numbers in front Neither of me. But there's just no way. There there's just no way mm. that average is going up along with home runs. There's just no way. No way possible. Home runs go up, and the approach has changed as well. And I think I said it last week. Probably a BS claim, but a guy throwing 98 miles an hour was really cool in the early 2000s because it happened. Randy know, Johnson. It was the big unit. The and then it was Verlander. You know, yeah, it was your juicing guys like that. And now it's like if you don't throw in the upper 90s, you're not going to be disagree a, with a that, dude though. somewhere. I, and there are guys like Keichel, like who, Keichel. who is uh, being a lefty helps. But what Verlander I'm saying doesn't is, throw 95, 90, yeah, he does. 97 anymore. Yeah, uh, anymore. He's low 90s. Especially being injured. Nah, but nah. Now he gets mid 90s. He's he's a mid 90. He's a mid with a wipeout mm. slider, wipeout curve. But again, he's a lefty. It's lefties, it's completely different. What I'm saying is because 
pitchers are throwing the ball harder, therefore you're going to have guys hitting balls. Everybody's getting stronger. Yeah, that's just, and that might not be that, that might not be a reason. That's sort of my weird. Move the fences back. <laughs> what about lower the seams even more? Oof. On a on a major league baseball, which the seams are it's already. That, that one's almost a little better. Yeah, I like I, that. I, I raised it. The seams are already incredibly like you look at a major league baseball. Smooth. Seams might as well be just part of the part of the ball. Smooth. I don't think that's going to change a ton. Use yeah, it's hard. To, it's hard to screw with the game because then every, every well, everything is messed up. Well, everybody's going to adjust to it and adapt to it. Yeah, uh, it would make pitchers not Co- pitches not be as nasty, but. That's about all I can think. Eh, guys are, guys are still going to figure it out, man. Some Kershaw's curveballs are just ridiculous. Oh, I mean, they're the ridiculous. Um, other things about the World Series, we've had uh, hot games. We've had home runs. We've had short games. A record. Two, yeah, two and a half hour game one. Thing flew. Two and a half hours. Um, baseball, right? I, I I liked it. I, again, I think part of that is because extending your starter. I think extending your starter a lot of good Kers- things. It helps when Kershaw shoves. True, and that that'll help a short. And nobody game. hits, and there's five hits in that the whole dude game. Works fast, gets up on the mound. Yep, throw it like that. Dude's a fun to watch, and he's not messing around too. Kershaw's not being cute. He's going to give you a pitch to hit. And guys are going to be, guys are going to have to swing at the first strike they see because they think I don't want to phase this curveball, so I'm going to swing at this fastball they get early in the count. And you know, guys are looking at more pitches as as the years go on. Which, whatever, great, you got to make pitches work. I get it, but man, I like seeing the aggressive. Like I like seeing Altuve just hack mm-hmm. like at the first pitch all the time. I love that. Yeah, uh, makes the game go by fast. Something kind of funny though. Um, listen to sports radio. Certain show was saying how <laughs> was the game too short? Was Get two and a half here. hours too short? I think they, were, I think they were, do, I think they that's were doing stick. it just for, just for a bit. But they're like, eh, I'm watching baseball. I want to see a two forty five, two hour forty five. And what I, just, I just thought about? it was kind of funny that um, sports fans just impossible to please. No, know? of course, of course, because then even last night the game starts at. What? 808. 808, 809. And it's not done until, I mean, granted it was extra innings. It's not done until 1 o'clock. Do you remember that 18-inning Nats playoff game in 2000? It's also a Friday night. It wasn't a Wednesday night. Yeah, that was a Friday night. I watched that game in like three or four different spots. Yeah, well, that's that's awesome. That's Because that's a weekend. I can do that. Man, West Coast people are so freaking spoiled. It's ridiculous. Yeah, West Coast people. That that's something that I was I'm glad the series is going back to Houston. I got pretty tired of like scanning the crowd and oh, look at the celebrities we have at attendance tonight. No, I don't I, care yeah. that Seth MacFarlane's at the game. I don't <laughs> care. There's random act. I don't care that Justin that's Timberlake's LA. there. That's LA. That's for dumb. You. Yeah, can I watch baseball, please? A fun fact. Fun fact. Um that sound bite. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to get this going just in case you don't know. Name the three oldest ballparks in uh, the MLB. Current. You could definitely name Dodgers, two. At least Dodgers I hope you Stadium. can name two. No, no, no. You got to name them in order. 
Oh, oldest. Go oldest to Rick, second oldest Wrigley to Fields. third oldest. No, no, no. You got to go go in order. What's the oldest? Wrigley Field. Scotty doesn't know. Oh, yeah. oh, and then, and then Wrigley, Wrigley's going to be right back. And then number three? Dodger Stadium. Dodger Stadium. I didn't know that. That's crazy to me. Yeah. You figure like. It's a piece of junk. Even, well, it's kind of. That's not even like a cool old stadium. That's just like a crappy old stadium. I don't know about that. Granted, I as like much as crap as, as we were giving L.A., that's kind of a beautiful with the mountains and the sun going down. I don't care so much for the people in attendance, but the park itself was 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 very, rather aesthetically pleasing. Really? And I was surprised to hear that it was the third oldest. Year. And then it made sense. I was like, oh, yeah, Brooklyn Dodgers coming over in the 60s. Kind of makes sense. Can't really think of any. What's the fourth oldest? I mean, that, I have no idea. You know, Didn't like take even, a, take a, take a guess because everybody else is playing in new parts, right? New. No. I don't know. Camden's early nineties, but there's got to be another. There's got to be like the seventies or eighties. Bush, maybe something we could look up, but neither of us are going. No, we're to too right lazy now. to because we're just going to try and make it up. Yeah, but, but because baseball people are so obsessed with tradition and the idea of that. That's that's good for for baseball people. Yeah, I no think. doubt. Uh, one last thing about the World Series: YouTube TV. It's all over the place. The advertisements, YouTube TV, and when you pull up YouTube during the World Series, it's like it gives you an option. It's uh, do you want to watch the World Series? And I'm pretty sure you have to pay for it. I don't know that. I can't, you, ha- you I'm pretty sure you do. Maybe you put in your like TV provider or something. No, I, I don't think so because the whole point like. The audience that they're trying to reach, Scott, is the more people. Well, no, no, it's it's people like us who are the the cable cutters. Not that we're cable cutters, oh, but yeah. it's the whole deal of you know the the millennials cheap to not wanting cable. to pay for cable can just watch can binge watch their shows on Netflix and they don't have to pay for a cable box. They just sort of scam you know and still get to watch interesting TV, and so they can pull up YouTube, but. It's funny just seeing YouTube TV, hearing Joe Buck and John Smaltz like say, watch YouTube TV. Because 10 years ago, YouTube was like, share a funny link video with your coworkers. (laughs) And now it's watching one of the biggest sporting events in the world. It's gone from like funny fart videos to major incredible events. You could you could watch the presidential debate on YouTube oh, yeah. back in November. And they again were, 10 years ago, it was and eh, look at the look at the funny fails. Look at Grape yeah. Lady Fallen. You know what are some other classics? You look at uh, the best one was Chocolate the, Rain. Was the gorilla taking the banana? The voiceover of the gorilla. <laughs> Whoop. <laughs> I don't even want it. What about Panda Sneeze? Another don't classic. Know that one. Pa- Dude, are you kidding me? I don't know panda you don't sneeze. know Panda Sneeze? I wasn't on YouTube. The Panda Sneezes and then the mom panda like freaks out. No. But there are classic YouTube silly videos. That's that's what YouTube was designed for. People sharing their own funny videos. And now it's the big one of the biggest. What's the events. only reason you still have cable? Uh, live sport, live, live sports. sports, live, live sports. sports. If it wasn't for that, I would get rid of it. I mean, I wouldn't watch it. You know, I, I don't watch, I don't watch shows anymore. No, nobody turns on the TV on Tuesday and Thursday night and says the office is on. Yeah, I'm sure some people do. Old people. I'm sure some people like their, their you know, their I'm traditions. Just saying, I'm 
one of them though. If what it about wasn't for sports? What about the snippet? What about like the the pay the pay channels? The Showtime HBO. I never watch any of those. No, I don't. Have can, you, wa- can you can you? Well, neither do I. Can you? Stri- where are the wrong guys to be having this conversation? Right? The wrong guys to have a lot of conversations. Yeah, we still do it. We have no idea what we're talking. We're about. still gonna try. It's the it's the Michael Scott we're conversation. We're talking about YouTube right now. We have no idea what we're talking. We know about. a little bit about YouTube. Hey. YouTube Red is that what it's called? YouTube TV. It was. It's called YouTube TV. I don't know. Um, so that's the World Series. Our uh, so greatest weekend in sports this weekend. That was repetitive. Yeah, greatest weekend in sports according to Fox. That's that's enough for the World Series. Let's move on. Not going to switch sports, but we're going to switch teams over to the Washington Nationals. And uh, we haven't had a show since they have <sighs> decided that they're not going to bring back Dusty Baker. So I yeah. figured we would toss Good toss that around that. For, for a couple minutes. So no Dusty Baker. Where do we go? Where, where do the Nationals go from here? It's negative. Um, I was not happy. You're a Dusty guy. Now. You're a Dusty Scott. Let's, let's be clear. They didn't fire Dusty. They didn't renew his contract. Didn't renew his contract. So didn't fire him, but didn't want him back. Interesting little thing right there. Um, I would have brought him back. Sure. For, for a few I, I would have too. I don't see a problem with it. We Apparently, si- I just saw a thing that the players were kind of pissed. They kind of feel like backstabbed. It's interesting. Whoever they bring in now, this team is kind of is kind of established. They've been around the block for a, for a few years now, and these a lot of this team are mm, not exactly what you might call team players because most of mm. them are Scott Boris clients who are the Steven Strasburgs, the Bryce Harpers, <laughs> not scumbags, but like divas. Yeah, Harpers, Strasburgs. I don't even no, know. Uh, J- Jason Worth, but he's not Jason good. Zim, Zim was a. I think Rendon might be a Scott. Those Boris. are good guys, though. It's just uh, Rendon. I've heard weird Rendon, Rendon personalities. He's Rendon? very lazy personality. Yeah, he's not like invested in the game. He's no, not like a apparently he likes basketball more than he likes baseball. That's right. I did hear that. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Anyway, uh, yeah, real negative. This team is built to. Whoa! You just bit the glass off. Not and bite the glass off, but the old old backseat burner is trying to puncture a lung. I smashed the. I'm still gonna enjoy it. Bit the top of the beer bottle off. Still enjoying watching. What were you gonna say? I don't know what I was gonna say. How am I gonna do? (laughs) I gonna do this? I've never seen this before. The beer, beer. the beer top where the cap sits on half of it is gone. It's gone. I'm going to waterfall it. Should I pour it in a, just drink it. Well, I don't want like bits of glass shard, like it consuming it. Toughen you up. I think I'm okay. It's pretty smooth. I'm going to drink it. I have no idea what I was talking about before. Uh, we ended with Rendon being lazy, dusty, Scott Boris. Well, this clients. team is built, established. Established. This there team is built to win the next year. One year. After that, it's it's over, and we're That's, restarting. How many times have we said that, Scott? No, it's we're going to lose Harper. We're going to lose Strasburg. No, Strasburg's no, got for, for seven more years. Strasburg's right. gonna be your Strasburg and Scherzer are gonna be around for a while. We're basically losing Harper's. I think Sim's gonna be on his way out. 
Yeah, Zim Brent and Worth are or... paid. We're basically losing the team. Not good. But anyway, that that's <laughs> so just you're so bummed. You got your hoodie on. You just look sad and pathetic. Yeah. All you're missing is an expo. It's also at. like two o'clock in the morning. That's all you're missing. Yeah, it's eleven. We're still it's doing 11, the podcast, 11, dude. <laughs> making making a wish. Go ahead. The dusty. No, I'm making a wish. You know who I'm making a wish for? Who? Joe Girardi. Not gonna happen. Joe Girardi. Pick up the phone, Joe. It's yours. That I would love that. Come on, if you want it. That is I would the bring it up. Perfect fit. No, it's not. Why do you say it's the perfect fit? Perfect. Learners He's are not. established. If you bring in this young guy who's never had a head coaching job before, the team isn't going to respect him. This team is like that's true. very like, that's true. inclusive. Need- I feel like they're already like they've been around together for a few years. It's like there's like, why do we need a new coach? We don't even need a coach. You know what I mean? Like, who's a new guy who's going to tell us to you know, boss around? Dusty was well-established. Now you're what? You had a hair in your beer? No, it was a piece of glass. I didn't say that in the mic. It was a piece of glass that just came. I can't. I'm not drinking this, man. I'm not puncturing a lung because I wanted to have a backseat IPA. I'm telling you, I just a piece of glass came off it. Maybe it was because of the opener I used. I think it'll be all right. All right. It's fine. It's fine. It's good for Um, you. Joe Girardi, would you call him more of a player's manager or more of a disciplinarian? Both. No, no, no. no. P- pick one. Pick one. Players. More of a players? Sure. Um, cool thing I heard this week, typically what MLB teams do is they sort of do an opposite thing. When one manager doesn't work out, they take the opposite of that manager next. So Dusty Baker, more of a player's manager. He's yeah. likable. Okay, he's yeah. likable. So uh, logical next choice would be more of a hardcore disciplinarian. Um, I personally see Joe Girardi more of that. Again, hmm. sort of the old, just very, you know, again, looking out for his players, but but more of, you know, you know he's going to he's gonna do what's right. If he's going to have to sit a guy, he's going to have to sit a guy. Um, he was tough all year on Gary Sanchez because he's being a catcher and Sanchez clanking balls, stuff like he was openly tough about that. That's more of a disciplinarian. I think uh disciplinarian would be good for a lot of these players, but like you said, because they're divas, I'm not sure if it'll work. Yeah. Also, the Lerner family, the owner of yeah, the Nationals, yeah, yeah, will yeah. not pay Joe Girardi money. Joe Girardi made like six million more than Dusty Baker did this year. They're not going to do it. Not with all the Scott Boris that's, clients that's on their bothers me right on their there. roster. That's they got to they got to pay Matt, oh, Matt Weeders. We forgot Matt Weeders. Scott Boris. Oh. This beer this beer is going to kill me, Scott. I'll be all right. It's good for you. It's good nutrition. It's not good. It can it can make you dead. Yeah, you'll be all right. Unbelievable. Shoulder surgery. Whole Foods, and, man. That's yeah. what this is. It's, or, it's an organic bottle. It's a it's a vegan bottle. Golly, I things to say right now, <laughs> but I'm not going to say any of them. Say on the air, hot mic, hot mic. It's a learner family that's too involved. Mike Rizzo wanted wanted Dusty back. He was fine with him. Mm-hmm. All the players wanted him back. It was the ownership that was like, we're not winning. We didn't win another division series. I can't. I don't know if the ceiling for the next guy is going to be super high, or all he has to do is win one series in the playoffs and he's and he's god see see going on along with that 
I don't know if the Nationals really knew their their logic here because they were fed up with Dusty not moving past the NLDS in the past two years. Fair. But what do you think? Only a handful of managers have won the World Series ever in the history of the world. And guess what? They're not lining up for a job with the Washington Nationals. You go bring well, Joe Tor- bring Joe Torrey's butt, take his suit. You're not going to be an executive anymore. We're going to slap a Nats uniform on you, and we're going to make you manage this team. Guess what? They still might get eliminated in the NLDS next year with mighty Joe Torrey, one of the best managers of all time, holding the reins. That might happen because th- that's just sort of what the players do. And again, nobody like Joe Torre's lining up. It's going to be some schlubby young guy, like you said. Now, uh, apparently a bench coach for the Cubs is coming in to interview tomorrow. Dave Martinez, I think his name. So the Cubs, again, there's some experience. No, John Madden is not looking for a job with the Washington Nationals. He's not. You're going to, they're going to have to accept some guy who it might be his first year managing. It might be his first year managing. Is Dave Martinez guy going to be any better than Dusty Baker? That's what I'm saying. What I was going to compare this to, Scott, was, or is the, um, it was, uh, the Kirk Cousins situation. Yeah. Where are you going to find better? That's a There's great, not a magical tree great that connection. grows top 10 quarterbacks. There's not a magical tree that grows uh, World Series winning managers. You just got to make do, maybe a little luck along the way, and, and hopefully things fall into place. But I'm with you. I don't like that they fired him. Or not fired him. You can't say fired him. Yeah. I don't like they didn't renew his contract, uh, and I don't think that there's really anybody else who's a better option. That's a, that's a great connection between Kirk and Kirk and Dusty. Thank you. There's there's nobody else better. It's just it's so frustrating. It's look so fr- look at your the options. players. The players let Dusty down. It wasn't Dusty that lost it. Yeah, he could have done this. He could have pulled the guy earlier. He could have. Gone with this reliever instead of this reliever. It's all hindsight. Twenty twenty. You can never. You can never do that. Mm-hmm. They're all professionals. End of the day, if they don't hit, the if t- pitcher doesn't make the right pitch. Mm-hmm. It's not Dusty. Mm-hmm. It's a, stock has put too much into MLB management managers. That it's just it's just a little ridiculous today. But that, that's that's good. That's good stuff. Who do you want? What, what kind of what kind of manager, if not a name, what kind of manager? Dude, I, I think it more of a disciplinarian could be kind of cool. How awesome would it be if, like, you know, Bryce Harper does crap like what he did against the Giants at the beginning of the season with Hunter Strickland, charged him out there in the helmet? How cool would it be if a manager decides to, yeah, he's going to take a couple days off to – you know, to cool down. He doesn't have to be a jerk about it to the media, but the media again assumes, whoa, he's benching that guy because he had a hissy fit on national TV. I wouldn't mind seeing that. But again, it's not bad. Again, players of Scott Boris won't have any of it. What about, I'm, I'm loving to see the guys that we grew up with watching. Starting to become managers. Oh, Mark McGuire, the Jeets. Jeets is going to be an owner. Jeets is going to own the Marlins. Jeets, Jeets is an owner. Marlins will guy. be a contender next year. Craig Council. All right. 
He's, the Diamondbacks? Yeah. Like, guys like that, That that's cool. I'm not saying we should do that for the Nationals. David but I'm Eckstein. saying that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's a good one. David Short Eckstein second being baseman. manager? He's a Cardinal. Shortstop. He's a lifetime Cardinal. How about, uh, I don't know, well, Mariano Rivera? He wouldn't be a manager. English. Andy Pettit. Oh, that's a good one, actually. That is a really good one. Andy. What about a notorious steroid user coming in to manage... Would it not? It probably wouldn't happen. <laughs> you could, could you get Rafael Palmeiro to come in and manage the Nationals? <laughs> Jose Canseco. <laughs> Sammy Sosa. Kurt Schilling's too busy talking S- about politics. Oh, yeah. He's getting in trouble all over <laughs> the place. Sammy Sosa is... Slamming Sammy. Manager of the Washington Nationals. He come, Sammy Sosa as a manager wearing that same like tight like kid's jersey that he always oh. wore. Like the muscle jersey. Oh, Alfonso Soriano. Yes, love it. With the, with the pants have above you, the knees. Have you seen him lately? He was a national. He should have come back and go to the mean. That's what I mean. Have you seen Soriano lately? No. Though? Massive. Really? Yep. He was in the crowd for one of a, play, a playoff game. I don't remember what it was. And they panned to him. And he's just absolutely out of his shirt. Just just retired now, just professional. Just lifts because he can. He's retired. Unreal. Before before we get into uh, Weekend App and get everybody out of here, Scott, I wanted to hear your thoughts on a couple of basketball things. NBA, the association. Scott Van Pelt, really cool quote about Markel Fultz. Okay. uh, Number one overall. Uh, and just this past draft, yep. he's out with shoulder, I don't know, a shoulder injury, something. Hasn't taken a three-point shot all year. Um, weird shooting mechanics in his first, you know, they've only played four games. Th- three games, I think. And having surgery, Scott Van Pelt says, let's not forget, everybody, that this kid was playing JV basketball for DeMatha just what three that years mean, ago. I, I like the quote, but what does that mean? We have low expectations for him? No. He was a number one pick overall. Just everybody. Yeah, a heck of a college. But, but again, yeah. but again, just the idea of people being pretty hard on on rookies, expecting a lot immediately. You know, let, let certain kids develop. And, and again, I don't mean to feel bad for athletes yeah. here because yeah. they're pulling in tons of money. They don't really deserve our sympathy along with that. I just thought it was an interesting perspective to take. You know, let's not be so hard on the kid when he was trying to pass English 2 along with a Latin <laughs> class and... You know, and, and you know, three years ago, three years. What were you doing three years ago? As I doing three years ago, you know, I was just playing JV basketball, drinking in college. That's a heck of a leap, right there. JV basketball to being in the association and still not being of drinking age. Ah, interesting perspective to take on it is. athletes, and that's very special to the NBA. It's very special. It's stars being so it's a young. Star driven league, though. Everybody wants to power rank who's better than who. Is yeah. Lonzo better than yeah. Foltz? Is who, who's rookie of the year? Every, it, people care about that stuff too much. You're just gonna nurse your beer, huh? I'm not gonna have that. I'm not drinking that. Nah, I'll drink it. What's did you have thoughts on on something like that as as a guy with coaching experience and whatnot? You like basketball, right? Uh, a little bit. I thought you would have. If you don't have anything, we move right into weekend app. No. Besides, I don't want to talk about the first four games of the regular season. Wizards are three and one. Sports don't matter to you. I forget. Not in the regular season. Where's my soundbite for that? I don't know. I, I don't Sports have Sports hipsters. I don't, I, don't, I don't have a soundbite for that. You don't, you don't have a hipster soundbite. 
it's th- we're three and one. Like who cares? We we lost the game. We shouldn't have to the Lakers. Oh my God! Who the hell cares? Who the hell cares about the regular season and anything? Everybody's like freaking out that the Wizards lost to the Lakers. It's like oh my! It's just dramatic. John Wall is going to harass Lonzo. It's like who cares? Both of them actually kind of stunk. Yeah, they that both game. did. I hate it. and. J- and we don't have to drag on the conversation. No, no, no. I don't, it's easy to do in the NBA because it's so star driven, like you said. It's very individualized, but I'm sick of it. Like it wasn't Wall versus Lonzo the the other night. It wasn't. There was like we just said. They both those guys played kind of bad. The Lakers came out on top in in overtime, right? And the Wizards still three and one. They haven't been four and zero. They haven't had a four and zero season, I think, since like the seventies or eighties. So they were bound to lose a game. Why not to the Lakers? You know, traveling, whatever. I I, I don't care so much about that. Magic Johnson, the owner. Uh, he was at the Dodgers game that night. He was watching he was. the Dodgers lose, and then he left early to go watch the Lakers game. I believe that. You got a regular it. season Lakers game over a World Series game? Ah, when you're the executive. You just make an ap- you just said it. You make an appearance at the World Series game because it's LA. Does he have stake in the Dodgers or no? Probably not. I thought he had stake in both. I don't know about that. I don't think they're like the Caps oh. and the Wizards, where they're both owned by the same. Both owned by Magic. It's not. It's not, it's not a Leonsis type deal with, because the Lakers are the Lakers are the Redskins of L.A. That is a B- NBA Ooh. town. It's not the Dodgers are number two to the Lakers, and probably behind that would be. Um, I don't want to put the L.A. Kings above that. Chargers. But, no, definitely not the. Ch- I would say maybe right now the Rams. Rams. Being, no being, way. Yeah, being four and two. No I'd say. Way. I'd say it's Lakers, Dodgers, Rams. Ah, Lakers, Dodgers, USC, Rams. Mm. UCLA. Mm, nah. Maybe maybe come basketball season. Not right now. Huh. USC right now. But that was that was my little tidbit on basketball. I love it. That's good. Weekend appetizer. We have our last segment. World new famous. segment. New beer. I'm not going to get glass uh, I'll sickness. Drink two. I'm now drinking two beers. Sean is now drinking zero. Oh, whatever. I'm not. I'm not, <laughs> not going to do it. That pro- broken glass. You know what? That's going to hurt. It's going to hurt your blood pressure probably. Yeah, oh, I brought, brought that one up on air. I that's did. I hurt. feel a little bad about it. I brought brought it up. You okay. earned me enough. It's okay. It's back down already. What <laughs> What are you watching this weekend, Scott? Ooh, good question. Besides the actual World Series, is what are you gonna play? We can play a song. I never know if it's too loud or not. There's I hope it's loud. okay. But you know that's okay. You can see. Yeah, I'll be good. I'll be good. I'll actually be able to watch the first game for me. Of the World Series. I haven't been able to watch. I've watched the first few minutes of each game. Been going to bed early. But I'll actually be able to watch the, the World Series. Other than that, I got a good weekend of apple picking, I think, for the last few weekends. Apple picking. I think that's a, that's a very good sport. It's a sport, by the way. It's not a sport. You're not it's competing intense. against anybody. I compete. 
You compete against your fellow apple pickers. I do. I try and get the highest, best apple. your blood pressure. Highest and best apple. I'm all over it. I don't pick any just any apple. Okay. What are you gonna do with said apples? Do you are you are you an apple eater? Are you gonna make maybe make a pie? No, I'm an apple eater. Really? You don't eat one apple a day. That's what I have for lunch, man. There's no way. There's no way the only thing you have for lunch is not just an apple. I have an apple with lunch every single day. Yeah, but the the melted cheese on top of the sandwich is going to cancel out the apple that you're eating. What else are you eating with lunch? I have a sandwich, an apple, and a a granola bar. Granola bar? What kind of sandwich? What's on the sandwich? Depends on what's going on. Half the week it was ham and cheese. The other half is How many slices of ham? It's like deli. Two to three or four to seven? Four to seven. Four to seven? Yeah, what are you going to make fun of me for like not being Four to seven. There? That's pretty average. Yeah. I ain't eating no red meat and stuff. Red meat? And then I eat pork meat. I mean, it's delicious, but if you're talking about being healthy, healthy people don't eat red meat for whatever reason. I love red meat. Yeah. Whatever. It's just, I'm eating like a sandwich. I'm figuring I'm portion controlling it, so I'm good. Oh, you're doing the, are you eating slower too? That's my no, I'll, slow. You, are you still doing that thing? No. That ended pretty fast. <laughs> that ended just started hailing faster again. than I used to eat. You just starting hailing again? They are calling this weekend the greatest weekend in sports, which is actually irking me a tad. Uh, old foxes, because you have games three, four, and five of the World Series Friday, Saturday, and Sunday in Houston. You have Penn State number two versus Ohio State number oh, six. That's a good one. We didn't talk any college football uh, this episode. Number two versus number six should be good. Uh, I believe it's Ohio State. I believe it's the horseshoe there. Yeah. Winning there is going to be tough, even for a local kid like McSworley and old. Um, uh, Does Penn State pull it out? Yes or no? Uh, yes or no? Yes. Nice. Like it. Uh, number yes. two, hopefully stay undefeated. I, local, whatever. You, you gotta. And I hate Urban Meyer. Uh, the other reason why it's the greatest, again, they call it the greatest weekend in sports. You got Skins, Cowboys, one of the best rivalries in sports going right now. Whether you're a Skins fan or not, you got to agree to it. Other than that, that's sort of the big, again, not the greatest weekend in sports. I think April. April was really the great weekend when you have um, uh, the Masters, you have National Basketball Championship, and you have sort of baseball getting underway. That's the greatest weekend in sports in my eyes. However, if you're Joe Buck, this is the greatest weekend in sports. Tiger's back, by the way, people. Tiger's back. He's gotten a swing back. Looks a little stiff, but, you know, is what it is. What do you got going uh-oh, here comes the putter throw. That's what I For have. Tiger? I don't know. He's, he's thrown a couple putters in his days now. Who hasn't? Who hasn't? I've I thrown threw, a few. I, you threw a couple accidental. I've, I've threw a few clubs. Down the ravine. purpose. Okay, end of the episode. Yeah, I feel like it's right it. there. I, think, Where can, I didn't even it. drop our names at the at the beginning. Where Perpetual can Sports us? Talk. We are Perpetual Sports Talk. PST. Perpetual Sports Talk on Twitter. iTunes. Facebook, we're all over the place. Google us, tell your friends about us. That's all we can do. Donate to our little thing pa- on Patreon. Patreon, that's still an awesome website. Thank you, Jeff, again. Can't thank you enough for the dollar we made off this episode. Right. We really appreciate it. We're not working for free, we're professional podcasters now. 
it's true in a way, in a sad way, it's true. New episodes every Thursday night for your Friday morning drive into work. Until next time, my name is Sean. And I'm Scott.